Welcome back to episode 35 of the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. We're sponsored by Fightback CBD. Get 15% off your CBD order at fightbackcbd.com with code JJD. My name is Milton Campus. I'm a purple belt out of Fight Sports in Coral Springs down in South Florida. You can check me out on Instagram at UncleMiltyBJJ. Joining me for co-hosting duties is this man right here, Drew Phoenix. Say hello, everybody. What's up, everybody? Uh, what's going on, brother? What's How you up, doing, bro? man? Chilling, man. It's been a while, man. We haven't had you on since like we were uh, in the in the conference room. In the conference like, episode room, episode four. Oh no, I did Something come like back that. with Alex for sub story. Yeah, that's right. Time. That's right. Yeah. You did that's come back to my yeah. We shot in the lab, so that's right, man. I forgot 11, about that. Eleven, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's a, a lot has happened. Yeah. Since uh, since you came on, new gym. New gym and BJJ. Where is it? Uh, it's uh it's in Fort Lauderdale. We are running our jujitsu school out of Hard Knocks three six five. Right next to Extreme Action Park, commercial okay. 95. And you just had a fight to win Ooh, appearance? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Tell us that, about it. <laughs> I, got my ass, I got my ass whooped, right? <laughs> so now, was this the guy you, you had messaged me? I don't know if you put it out there. I don't know if we, we spoke about it. That this guy, he didn't know your, your oh. given name. <laughs> Is this yeah. the same guy? You got you were friends yeah. with him, and he might not have taken the fight because you guys are friends. If he would have uh, known it was you, yeah, maybe. Or maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, he didn't know it was me, and then uh, Seth asked him if he wanted to fight Andrew Cuthbert, not Drew Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he said yeah. So then Seth messages me, and he's like, "Hey, do you want to fight Mateo?" And I'm like, "This Mateo?" I sent him this uh, Instagram. He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, uh, "I hit up Mateo." I'm like, "Mateo, you realize that you agreed to fight me, right?" And he's like, "Oh shit, for real." But whatever, you know, it's a it's a friendly thing, you know, we're old teammates. Uh but yeah, he he just he came out and he did he did exactly what he was supposed to do. He would mm. not let me wrestle him and he would not let me play any type of guard. He's real heavy and he did good. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be out there again? Oh, is, yeah. is that your second appearance? No, nah, it's my or? first uh, fight to win. Oh, I did I did a substars back in uh in December. Mm -hmm. right? It was like a little a little tournament. It was no time limit. Uh, submission only. Okay. And uh, I, I won that match. Okay. See, so I did the ass whooping on that one. That was with the, that was D Mello, right? No, no, no. Uh, which nah. one was that? I, that was with, uh, against Wanderson. Okay. And some other guy. All but right. uh, he, like, I, I, it's 14 minutes and I ended up heel hooking him. But I felt, I felt really good for that match. Uh, my wrestling was good. Uh, my leg attacks were good. And I ended up getting him with the outside heel hook. Yeah. You know, so, you know, that, that's the name of the game. You know, sometimes you're the one on the highlight reel doing the ass whooping, and then sometimes you're getting your ass kicked. Junior says good. sometimes you're the hammer, sometimes, sometimes you're the nail. Sometimes you're the nail, man, and it's all yeah. good. All right. It's, it's just, it's the it's the mentality, right? Because you know that, that whole thing where it's like watch your thoughts because they become your, your actions. Watch your actions because, they're, mm -hmm. because, because, blah, because they become your habits. Watch your habits because they, because they become your life. So if I think I'm a champion... You know, I have the actions of a champion mm -hmm. and my habits of a champion and my life as a champion. Mm -hmm. So even if I lose, I still have that in my mind. So I just keep going. Yeah. So that's, I'm keep going. Cause I'm I call that champion. the power. I mean, uh, on a, it's like the power of the secret. Like, you know, yeah. believe it. If I believe it in here, I'm going to manifest it here. Similar, you know. Yeah. Because you're just going to act. You're just going to just 
okay, I'm just going to keep going. Rather than, like, when I win or lose, I don't get, like, super excited. Like, if you look at, like, when I get my hand raised, my face is straight, mm-hmm. right? When I don't, my face is the same because you can't be defined by your wins or your losses because then your ego gets all up in it. And it's just mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's like, all right, you know, on to the next one. You know, I show respect to my opponent and keep it cool. All right, all right. So last but not least, we got Bo behind the camera. Yo. Say hello to everyone. What's up, everyone? Uh, and joining in just joining us in just a little bit is BJJ Black Belt and Titan F. Excuse me, sorry, Titan FC Flyweight Champion Juan Puerta. So stay tuned, everybody. Let's uh, give a shout out to one of our newest sponsors, real quick. We want to welcome uh, Technique.io, T E K N E E K.io. That's the Instagram handle. And that's the dot com where you can go to the website there. So it's technique.io. Uh, think of Cameo for martial artists. I put you, I, I, I you put, me put you together with that, Alex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we haven't spoken yet. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a really cool platform. So you can, as a competitor or any, any, anyone of any level, you can send them, you can upload your uh, training video, a competition video, and you can choose a pro to give you some feedback. So they got guys like Robert Drysdale, uh, Rob from McDojo Life. You know, they're, they're adding new people every single day. But for us, we're on there. And I told us, I was like, listen, you know, I'm a purple belt. You know, one of my coasts is a blue belt. I don't know if anybody's coming to us to critique technique. Said, I'd like to do a funny take on it. So he's like, you can do whatever you want. Everybody has their own personality. They'll have their own style. So uh, definitely, if you want to have, and we're trying to take some of them and actually review them on the show, which we're going to do on the next episode. We're going to do one. So actually, Miguel gave me a video that we're going to put up. But, you know, we're going to just critique it in our own way. We did one on the last episode. We, you know, joked around a little bit, but we gave some honest critique from, yeah. from our level. So uh, if you've got any any listeners out there that want to upload, again, just go to T-E-K-N-E-E-K dot I-O. We charge $5 for, you know, everybody has it sets their price like Cameo. We were charging 5 bucks. You'll upload your video, give us some instructions, ask us some questions that, you know, maybe things you want us to address. And then we're going to, you know, if we can... We're actually at the end of the episode. We're going to do it live on the show. Oh, that's so cool. you'll not only get the video back through technique, but you're actually going to be, we'll make you famous on the podcast. <laughs> it would right? be funny to do my fight to yeah. win fight. <laughs> when we were trying to take each other down, we both kept shooting it at the same time, collided yeah. heads twice. Oh, you did, right? Yeah, you can't. Did you come out with a cut? A little, a little cut right yeah. here. It wasn't nothing uh-huh. serious. After the, if you look at it, um, after the match, uh, the ref was like, "Yo, you got a cut on your eye." I was like, "All right, cool." And he's like, "No, no, you should go." get I'm like, "Bro, all right, cool." As <laughs> 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 lost, like I don't want to talk to you right now. <laughs> all right, that huge shout out to Flow and Roll at Flow underscore N underscore Roll on Instagram. Get twenty percent off your online order with code JJD at flowandroll.com. Uh, Patreon. If you uh, if you haven't checked us out yet, you can go to patreon.com forward slash jujitsu dummies. Shout out to current patrons and some of our new gym sponsors. You can actually have us give you a, your gym a shout out so you can gift it to your gym. Or you can, uh, if you're a gym owner, we'll shout you out just like this. So uh, Carlson Gracie, Broward County in North Lauderdale. Zazino. Down here in Florida. Yes, you know him, right? Yeah. Uh, Carlson Gracie, BrowardCounty.com. Go check them out. They offer Brazilian jiu-jitsu, MMA, boxing, wrestling judo 
for men, women, children, uh, and they do feature like some special training for BJJ competitions. Yeah, so, and uh, you know, Zazino and Big J, they are some really good dudes. I, I really actually saw dudes. some pictures of you with, yeah. with Big J the other day. I was like, oh, it's small again, small world. Yeah, but yeah, the great great guys over there. Yeah. Uh, also, John Way, who was uh, a guest on our last show, uh, they're also a uh, a, a uh, Patreon podcast patron. Uh, John Way Martial Arts in Plantation, Florida. You can check them out at johnwaymartialarts.com. They feature Wing Chun Kung Fu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, Choi LaFoot Kung Fu, and San Shao, MMA conditioning. This is new for me. So Kali Excrima, I think it's called. That's knife fighting and cardio kickboxing. Mm. Uh, they offer morning, afternoon, and evening classes for children, children, teens, and adults. Okay, so check them out. Uh Podcast patrons also include Robert Walker, Frank House, Wolsey Rivera, Boa Athletics. You can check them out at BOA underscore athletics. Michael Pixley Jr., Jason Smiley, Britt Tavar, James Fisher, CJ Carroll, Mission 22, Chuck Reddor, and our friend down here, Roberto Santiago. Okay, again, if you'd like to support the show, I mean, it's as, you can do it for as little as a recurring uh, donation of $5 a month. You can visit us at patreon.com forward slash jujitsu dummies. You're also, if you're a patron, you're also automatically entered to win $100. It's a raffle that we do every single month. It's $100 of jujitsu swag, either from our podcast store or maybe a combination of stuff from our sponsor, or us, maybe even some Fight Back CBD. So go check it out. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share wherever you're watching and listening. If you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to click the little bell on our page to get the notifications each time we launch a new video. That's always uh that's always cool. All right, that's everything. All right, let's get Juan in here. Let's you ready? Get him. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, guys, joining us today is Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt and Titan FC flyweight champion Juan Puerta. How you doing, Juan? What's going on, guys? Nice to meet y'all. You I, too. I, thanks for having me. Um, I'm doing good, man. Just Very good, welcome. Uh, I appreciate you being here. Sorry, we're we're always running late. I'm always apologizing that we're a little late, so no worries. Uh, I got uh, Drew here with me today. Uh, Drew is uh, is a black belt down here in South Florida. I don't know if you guys have ever crossed paths before. Nah, no, not yet. Uh, okay. Where do uh, Where do you train at, Drew? I got my own school, A uh, and M Jiu Jitsu, and it's a Jiu Jitsu school that's ran out of Hard Knocks 365. Oh, nice, nice, man. Okay, yeah. cool. Right around the corner from me. You're still oh, okay. you, where? Where are you? So I, I saw the number that you called from. That says Atlanta, but you're, you're down here yeah. in South Florida still. I'm, I'm in South Florida. Um, I uh, tr- moved down here to train a top team, and um, yeah, man, it's been it's been good for me. Um, my, I haven't been able to work so like I'm, you know, jiu-jitsu is my base, but I haven't been able to like really focus so much on like the tournament style jiu-jitsu. But the MMA, grappling, jiu-jitsu, I've been working on a lot, you know, and I, I plan on getting back to that competition tournament style jiu-jitsu here when I'm done fighting, but, um, you know, just focusing on one thing at a time. Well, if you ever want to cross train, you know where Yeah, at. of course. Hey, man, I would love that. You know, it's always uh, picking off, being being a sponge, picking off people's uh, brain, you know, so. Yeah, I, I, I got you on the leg locks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, need, I need that work, man. I need I need that leg lock work. I got you. So you're you're training down here at ATT in Coconut Creek still? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm at Coconut Creek, uh, under Parumpa, uh, Parumpa, and just a man, just, uh, you know, grinding every day with those killers and just getting better. You know, I've been on a 10-fight win streak since I've moved down, so it's been it's been a good move for me. Wow, that's like a shark in the sea of sharks. Congrats. <laughs> there's, really is. there's some big names yeah. over there, man. Wow. So let's, uh, let's start from the beginning. Let's yeah, go back for a little be- bit. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. No, we just got uh, Peter Yan as an addition, and man, he's a killer. Yeah. Wow. So how did you get your start in martial arts? When did you start? How did this all come about? Man, uh, I started wrestling. I'm actually, uh, it was uh, my base is wrestling. And uh, when uh, I started wrestling in high school, um, got pretty good by, by my, my senior year. Wrestled a little bit in college. Won state titles in high school and, like, was uh, decent in college, you know. But after my first year, I really, like, wasn't much of a team anymore. So it was just kind of more individual and just, I don't know. I just kind of lost the love for it and got into jujitsu and fighting uh, that 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 next year after I graduated high school. And that was is that all up in Atlanta? In yeah, that yeah, area? in Atlanta. I, I joined a Jukau Car, uh, Roman Carnero's gym, uh, Jukau, and uh, that's how I, that's why I'm under a black belt under. Uh, I don't know if uh, y'all heard of him. No, you? I, I no. Ron okay. Carnero, he fought UFC. Uh, a black belt under Carlson. Carnero Carlson sounds Carson. familiar. Oh, that nice. sounds familiar to me. So how long have you been training just BJJ now? How old are you? Man, I'm 33. I just turned 33. I've been training since I was, what, 19? Oh, wow. Nice. All right. So the, the, how far did you take the wrestling? Did you just through high school? Did you From take like it? From 15, 15 till 19. And then uh, I had a, my base was really good. Like I said, I was really good at wrestling. And then um, got jumped straight into jiu-jitsu. I was already beating, like, guys that were blue and purple, but just uh, off my wrestling, you know. And, um yeah, and hey, just uh, advanced quick in it, you know. It really, yeah. really was like, uh, uh, I don't know, just picked up really quick on it. Did you, when did you make the transition to MMA? Was that a conscious decision? Was Were you encouraged by uh, coaches? Was it something you always wanted to do? I was wrestling a tournament, and um, uh, this guy came up to me afterwards. I really uh, won big in that, in that tournament, and the guy came up to me. He said, hey, you want to fight in 30 days? I was like, fight? I don't, I don't know. And then... Uh, <laughs> I went in there, fought at, I was waiting at 126, fought at 145, and yeah, I got taken into the second round, I got finished, but uh, hey, I, I was just wrestling the crap out of him, I didn't know how to throw a punch or anything, and and uh, yeah, I ended up getting finished, I learned the hard way, but I loved it, and been at it ever since, you know, I had to learn some jujitsu and then start arm barring everybody. <laughs> so so have you always been like that like you just take on a challenge like that because 125 to 145 that's a big jump especially yeah, yeah, not knowing yeah. how to strike exactly i don't know i, I was kind of like getting thrown into like just i don't know i guess they want they were they liked the guy they, i don't know but man I, I like the challenges i've always been a small guy and getting picked on by the bigger guys you gotta show them what's up you know so the flyweight division in titan fc is what 116 to 125 uh, it's 125. 125. What do you walk around at normally? I walk around like 142. So how's that weight cut for you? It's uh, it's high, man. I, I'm I've been used to cutting weight my whole life. Uh, just easy. Um, you get used to the the weight cuts and the the diets and the struggling, you know. So now but, you uh, said you're on a on a win streak. What's your what's the current MMA record? Um, I'm um 21 and six right now. Wow, nice. I'm on 10 fight win streak. I got 12 finishes. And, uh, yeah, we're going to keep going, man. Do you hear that? Can you hear that? Is that the UFC knocking? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope so is that, is um, that what's next? I I know that. Yeah. Uh, let me put two things together. I, I understand, like, you have some new management. Did you get a new yeah. management team? Is that part so of, new, you know, this, uh, it's it's they're, time? They're trying to get me in there. Mick's, uh, Mick wants to see me do one more. So I got I got, actually just signed a big contract yesterday. I'm fighting a, a two-time UFC vet on April 30th. Uh, for combate, and I think 
nice. they're trying to see right there uh, what's gonna happen there and and uh and if I'm really ready for the UFC next level. Make yeah. one, I don't know why make one see me. Do, I've won ten in a row. Most people get signed winning three in a row, but yeah. Hey man, some people have different journeys, and you know I'm down for the challenge. I I, I want to see how I do against this guy too. So, hey man, uh, can't keep waiting waiting for the shot. I just got to go in there and keep winning and wrecking these guys until I get in. Can you share the name? Who's the opponent? And uh, yeah, I don't honestly why not. Um, I'm fighting Joby Sanchez, um, uh, two-time UFC vet. He fought a contender series too, and hey man, fought a lot of tough guys in the UFC, and I think it'll be a good a good name for me to to get a win over. So, fight. So Titan FC, Combate. Do you have a belt? Do, do you have another belt in another organization right now? I have a belt in Cage Aggression, and I, it's an Iowa promotion in Quad Cities, where Pat Millicent is from, and uh-huh. then uh, Titan FC um, down here. But um, say, hey man, mm-hmm. uh, we're going. Uh, you know these titles. Hey, I want to be in the UFC. That's the ultimate goal. You know. That's the title you want. And then, uh, then, then start getting into some IBJJ. Yeah, you know. There you go. What do you guys think about this new these new rules? I know you know about the leg lock rules, Drew. <laughs> do you know? Have you followed yeah. this one? Do you know like the changes yeah, that they I, just I, made? No, actually, it happened a few months ago, right? Uh, they were now going to start allowing uh, like what uh, leg locks? Yeah. So for the for brown and black adult divisions, they're mm-hmm. allowing like reaping and heel hooks. You just can't imanari roll, which I thought was like weird. Because they say that it's a guard pull initiated, but you don't you don't you don't touch first. Yeah. So whatever, but you could you but brown black heel hooks and um all the twisting footlocks are allowed, but not masters. So I mean if if you see he's got his shirt on over here from DD two fourteen, uh a, a friend of a friend of the show it says real wrist locks and heel hooks is what his shirt says. <laughs> I don't know if you could see that before, but I know you can't see him right now. But you so. Drew, you specifically, I know there came a point, I think you said when you met D Mello, right? Yeah, that I fought him you, in a tournament. <laughs> you, you fought him in a tournament and then you started kind of on the on the leg were you doing leg locks? Like was it something that was taught to you before that? Nah. Um And I, that was at like Brown I, Belt, right? Yeah. I got up to, I got up to Brown Belt just doing mainly gi. Yeah. And uh at Substars I was uh facing Tony. And Tony's a big leg locker and somehow like I, I pulled off the victory on him. Like I just, I beat him in overtime, you know, okay. just to take down. But we connected so much because that match was nuts. Yeah. And uh, so I started training with him and I started taking privates with him. And I just wanted to learn legs, learn legs, learn legs. And then I was like, fuck the gi. I want to learn how to leg lock. And pull. that's all at Brown Belt, right? Yeah. So so this is my question. I, I, I know I wanted to pick his brain on that, but but you as well, Juan. What are your guys' thoughts on... Uh, let, let me say it this way. My gym is just starting to recognize, and it's not a bad thing. Like They usually don't start teaching leg stuff till about purple. You know, like mid-purple, then you're going to start. But now they're recognizing that all the organizations are changing. So now we've got white belts and blue belts. You know, we're just he's teaching leg locks. And, and, and you know, it's it's more the basic stuff, but we usually kept the, kept it away from the whites and the blue. What are your thoughts on that, Juan? Man, the, uh, hey, I think they're working big time now. I think it's a whole new game, uh, jiu-jitsu. Uh, I think uh, people are getting so good at it. And like, now they're all st- they're only starting to work leg locks, and that's so hard to defend, man. And mm-hmm. also, honestly, it freaks me out sometimes, too. I get in some of these positions. It's it's real tough. But, hey, man, it's a new game. It's a new new breed yeah. of, like, jiu-jitsu, I feel like. Back in the day, they, they Brazilians used to get upset if you'd go for their legs, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the old school guys don't leg. like it now, either. 
yeah, you go for my legs, we're fighting, you know, I'm gonna punch you. But now it's like <laughs> yeah. everyone's going for legs, you know? Yeah. What yeah. about you? I mean, now that now that you've experienced that, now that you're on that journey at, at, at your level now, yeah. Are you, you're teaching. I, I saw some pictures. I yeah. saw some videos. You're nah. teaching your white, even white belts. Bro, my school, yeah. <laughs> we heel hook white belts because my white belts know heel hooks. You know, that's that's what it is. Because I, I I show it to them, but I tell them, like, don't depend on it. It's, it's supplemental. So make it a supplement to your passing game, right? You mm-hmm. show them you can pass, but then let's say you don't get the sub, and then, like, show it, like, fake Threaten the pass it, right? and, and, and fall back. But yeah. don't just fall back every time you see a leg. Yeah. You know? So I, I like to I like to focus in like on a well-rounded game. Yeah. But my two avenues of submission are back attacks and leg locks. Yeah, I'm with Juan though. I'm a, I'm a, I, I see them coming and I'm like, oh, I just got I just came back from an ACL MCL injury. So I the day before I went into quarantine, I was rolling with my coach and I blew out my knee. Oof. So oh, luckily, you know, I was still out for a long time, but luckily it wound up it went from tears to sprains. My doc, you know, I was like, really, doc? You're telling me? I mean, that's a big difference. But I healed up. I'm good. But now I am a little nervous when I do see, like, a, a blue belt going for my, you know, my leg. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not concerned. I'm just concerned he's not going to know how to do it. He's going to wrench it too hard. Or he's, he's just going to do something wrong. I feel like I'm comfortable defending. But it's not me. It's my opponent that's that a- is going to screw something up. Yeah, you just got to know where you're safe. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, it's just like any other submission, right? Like, if you catch an arm bar and you crank it, you're going to hurt the yeah, person, yeah, yeah. just like with a heel hook or, yeah. or a straight foot lock. I, I don't even, like, play too much with it. Like, if I feel like they, they got it, I'm tapping right away. I don't, like, I'll let my uh, pride go with that. Those, those heel hooks and stuff like that. Yeah, you can't have like a lot of ego. You can't have a lot oh, of ego nah. in the leg game, can you, right? Nah. There's very no, little time. <laughs> you got to leave that shit at the door. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I feel like it's more dangerous, like with knee lockdowns and stuff. Like I tore my ACL with a knee lockdown. I never torn it with like leg locks and stuff like that. You know, mm, yeah. Uh, getting in a mean knee lockdown, trying to like slide your knee out. That's how I tore my ACL. Yeah, mine was. Uh, my coach had me in a lockdown. I had him in a cross collar. I was like laying on top of him in a cross collar. I'm like, I got. I finally got him. I'm gonna. T- I'm about to tap him. And he, he like took the lockdown out and tried to sweep me. Uh. And I was supposed to go, and I was he, was. he looked at me. He's like, "You okay? Are you okay?" Pop. And I was like, "Oh shit! Nope. Guess I'm not okay." Yeah. And I didn't, yeah. you know. But I, I didn't understand. That's again. I didn't understand the sweep. I didn't understand what he was doing. I felt it, but it didn't hurt. Yeah. And I didn't. I just didn't know. So, like you said, like <laughs> your, your 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 students know heel heel hooks. I didn't know that, so I didn't know. Oh, I'm, I should probably roll here. Yeah, you know, I should probably give this up. Or you just got to straighten out your your foot. But I mean, we'll yeah. talk. We'll, about we'll, that later. we'll talk. <laughs> but Juan, do do, do anybody it, like? Have you ever had anybody try to attack your legs in the in the the cage? Uh, in the cage? Um, no, not not too much in the cage. Um, okay. I've gotten like more like a uh, tenth planet style, like the rubber guards and stuff like that. But no, not never like leg locks. But you know, I actually trained with uh, Alexander Pantoja, mm-hmm. and he was training with uh, you know, uh, G. Uh, G, uh, she's uh, Cattell's uh, wife. Oh, just Matsuda. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jazari. Exactly. Jazari. Jazari. She's mean. She's good. Started showing us a lot of leg locks, and uh, now Pantoja's gotten where he just that's all he goes for when I get on top of him. And it's like really frustrating. It's hard to hold. I'm always having to defend now because he's going for the legs, and so uh, man. But she, when I roll with her, she goes for my legs a lot and, and, and practices, and she's mean with it. 
It's really nice. <laughs> She's 115 pounds, and it's like this woman gets on into your legs. Like, oh, man. Yeah. She's a submission machine. She just goes after one night after the other. Yeah. It's cool. Exactly. So how has, uh, you know, let's let's talk about a little bit about COVID. How did that mess up your journey here with Titan FC? I think one of the fights that I was watching, I, I was doing a little research yesterday, it was down in, in the DR. Is that, are they normally outside of the u.s or they're usually inside well, uh, the u.s and they went outside because of covid i won my world i won my world title with titan in kazakhstan oh, fought there in kazakhstan whoa. in front of fifteen thousand people that was like one of the best experiences i've ever had um but uh i i defended here and then uh i defended in, in dr and then you know what i signed with combate i signed a big contract with combate and i was fighting march 13th and on march 9th uh covid uh, they shut down basically the most of the country and uh, uh, March 13th, my fight got canceled. So I was fighting my big fight. I fight Ivan Lopez, and, and I had started my four-fight contract, and, and I didn't get the pay. I didn't get to fight. I didn't get nothing. And they just kept postponing. Okay, you're going to fight for a title now, June. COVID still is bad. Like, And uh, so I was just asked for a release for the time being, uh, and then I fought for Cage Degression, won title there. And then I uh, fought two times again in, for Titan. I fought on our – in November twenty second, on November twenty second, and then December seventeenth, so twenty six days apart, and mm-hmm. then uh, yeah, but um, fought in DR the, the first time, and then fought in Miami in December, and hey man, it, COVID's been all right. It's a different experience in in uh, DR, very quiet. Um, they started to let fans in here in December, and so it was uh, starting to get back to normal. But okay, the training's been the difference, you know, and it's just trying to stay healthy. I mean, I got COVID, I think twice, you know. And it was just, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's from rolling with everybody. Did you really get you know, sick for real? You you, you got yeah. sick? I got COVID twice, but I mean, hey man, it wasn't even like the first time I was just like really like um, tired for, for like two days, and that's it. And then the second time it was like my body recovered quick on it. But, yeah. Did you get tested? Do you know we one hundred percent? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, you did. So the I natural mean, yeah. antibodies work. <laughs> we got proof no, right they, there. They only work for. I think they only work for a little bit, little time being. I think they only worked for a few months because I got mine in uh in like uh April and then I got it again in uh when was it after August. Mm. Yeah. My producer Bo, same thing, right? What was it? Uh, December, December last, year? last year, before before this before the shutdown, you got really sick. I got sick once, but yeah, was, I got tested and they like, said no. Got the like antibody says no. It was like a week of being sick and then a whole month of like hacking cough. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like COVID. I got I got my black belt in September, and you got COVID in September. <laughs> Did you? You got yeah. it too? Yeah. Oh, boy. right after I got my black belt. Damn. The guy that was on the black belt. I know, right? <laughs> when did you get your black belt? Got September. You? Nice, bro. Congrats, bro. It's still pretty. Thank you, pretty thank good. you. Yeah, congrats. Yes, sir. Did you? Who are you yeah. under? Um, Kenny Grandino. Nice, dude. Yeah, my yeah, first coach. Yeah, my first, first coach. Now yeah. I'm I'm at uh, at Fight Sports. Yeah, well you you I saw I, I don't know you know we shook hands once at um at Fight Sports that Saturday that you yeah. came in. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I didn't uh, we we didn't roll. I use it when I when I see a brand new black belt come in. I always got to watch him roll for at least a couple of times first. You just throw yourself in the fire. That's just that's me. You know the other we had an open mat uh, oh, like man, three weeks ago. Rough. You you came into that one. We had I don't know if I don't know if you were at this one. We did like a Christmas uh like they 
did a uh, like a little Christmas party on a Sunday, and they did. We had a lot of people come in. Three people who were not from our school came in. We had two knee injuries and like a back injury. And they all were rolling with each other. So it was these new like new people or visitors rolling with each other. And I, that like just solidified my like I, – I feel like when you have two people that don't know each other, especially in an open mat situation, you go a little harder. You know, you try to we're, – we're told to take it easy – in my gym, at least, when we have visitors come in, take it easy. Don't try to rip anybody's heads off. This is an ADCC. You know, try to, you know, do a, go a floor roll. But sometimes we have visitors that come in and they feel like like nobody knows what level to go at. Am I wrong? Like, I see that and I'm like, I usually, let me watch them roll a couple of times, say hello, smile, shake a hand, <laughs> and then roll with somebody brand new. You know, I'm a little gun shy after the knee injury, so... Yeah. And you're looking at me like I'm a fucking pussy. You're no, like, oh, I just jump in there, bro. <laughs> No, nah, I mean, I like, my it. gym uh, open mats on Sundays. I mean, we just try to go rip each other's heads off, and it's, it's I, all good. I though. like ripping my, my my training partners. Yeah, we'll rip each other's heads off. But we kind of know, because we know the game a little bit, yeah. you know, sometimes I don't know if somebody's going to do something stupid. I don't know how far oh, they're going to take you, it. You know what I mean? So I usually like to Such a bigger smile, take it. Hey, I'm Milton. How are you? You know, yeah. with that, we just do that first, you know, slap and bump, and then we're rolling. And I've never met you. We've never had a conversation I don't know anything about you. Then yeah. it's a nogi day. It's like, <laughs> are you a white belt or are you a black? You know. So I don't. That that's me. Look again, and I just blew out my knee, and I'm 47. What? That's my excuse. I'm a, I have a little bit of. I'm a little older, man. I gotta wake up. I gotta. I, I gotta, didn't know you were 47. Yeah, man. I gotta. I gotta wake up and go to work in the morning. You know. So, I, you know, I have. I got. Listen, I got loads of excuses. But listen, I like to roll hard. Believe me. But. That's my little rule, of kind of with a visitor. I like to see it's them a geriatric cop out. No, yeah, it's a geriatric cop out. Ah, uh, well, <laughs> so I'm 34. I, right? I walked in there, all those guys tried to tried to kill me, man. It was a shark tank. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think his name is Adolfo. Adolfo, yeah, oh yeah, Adolfo. I just the, the weight. He's he's tough. He's rolling the gi. I think that's all he does, really, man. It's just hard to go in there. I only put the gi on like. Three times that year, you know, and go in there and roll with a dolphin. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, you know, he trains at Fight Sports in Miami, man. That's a that's a sea of sharks as well. Those guys, you know, he goes to the pro training down there, and you know, he's done a couple of fight to wins. He's done well, uh, but yeah, he's a uh, he's a uh, he's a, a he's a hard dude to roll with. But even like someone like him, like I, since I know him, like I surprised he knows me. He knows my level, so he'll play with me a little bit, you know. But same thing. Look at that, a new guy. That was the first time you ever rolled with him. Yeah, first time I ever rolled with him. He tried to murder you. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't nice. Yeah, you know, I've rolled with fight first guys before, even in IBJJF, and and I've done great against them. But he's he was he was tough. Yeah, he's a tough dude. Uh, it sucks because he's a brown belt and I'm a black belt. When I went with the other fight sports guys, they were brown and brown. I was a brown belt, but uh, yeah. I got that black belt, and he made me feel like oh, <laughs> he's a, a black belt. He should. He, he's one podium away from having his black belt. Yeah. I, I think uh, Cyborg's basically told him, and you know, he's always, he's incredible. I don't think he's, he's uh, gotten a goal at like a major event. And that's what he's, what Cyborg's waiting on. I think not to put him on blast or anything, but I mean, he's an incredible uh, competitor. He just, um, you know, he hasn't placed where Cyborg has said, okay, it's time. So, but he's a, he's a black belt. We lost you there. Juan. Well, I see you, but it went all the way down. <laughs> Is that your cable guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it all. Set up, all right, yeah, cool, man. Cool. Good for you, man. 
So you uh, said you, when, when's when's that next fight coming up? You said you uh, you just signed another fight. When is that? Yeah, so it'll be April thirtieth. I got some time, man. I, it's yeah. good because um, I fought three times in three months. Uh, I was like still having some injuries, a little hand injury and then nose, but but I'm getting it all fixed up and I'll be ready to go April thirtieth. Where you go? Is that going to be in the states or are you traveling down South Miami. America? Okay, Miami. Miami. So they're doing shows in uh, Miami and uh, in in San Antonio or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm fighting an Albuquerque guy. I'm excited, man. What's it? What's it? What's your uh, toughest pretty, fight? Who's been your toughest fight? And in, 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 in any of the organizations, who's been the toughest? My toughest, man. You know, honestly, uh, my last, my last, my last few fights have been pretty tough, just because I've gone into these fights with uh, with injury, like uh, rushing the fights and injured, and the other fights were easier, just because, uh, you know, like honestly, I don't know, I don't know, man. Every fight you're dealing with something. It's just like. Uh, I think that's the thing about being a fighter. You got to overcome some some stuff and uh, adversity. And so, I mean, every every fight like has like its own like problems and stuff. But I saw you try you know, to stomp. Who was it? Was it was it Franklin Morales? Was that the, yeah. the fight where you jumped at the end of the, the end of the round? Yeah, yeah. You jumped up, but you try to stomp oh, on him. Exactly. <laughs> it's like that fight. That fight, like my wrist was 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 I I uh, was going with this Kazakhstan guy and, and get, th- did a Uchi Mata and threw me. It's just much heavier than me and landed right on my wrist like few weeks before that fight so i my grips weren't there and i couldn't grip with the hand my strong hand and i don't want to make excuses or anything it's just i couldn't finish him i got fresh i was like i got up off of like the last 10 seconds i was like man i'm gonna get you somehow i went and just did that little foot stomp uh, uh sakuraba style nice. yeah <laughs> <laughs> bring us back to the pride but, uh, days yeah yeah but then uh then, then the december fight pantoja i'm sparring pantoja because he had a fight coming up for ufc but it got moved to february 6th when he fights in uh in another week, week and a half, but um, sparring him and he throws a knee and uh, breaks my nose. You can see it is super crooked, oh, but um, Damn. I haven't been able to fix. I didn't fix it after the fight either, and I just went into that fight not being able to breathe. And when he hit me, my nose just started bleeding. I had to make sure I beat him in other ways, and it's just hey, part of the game. Who's the toughest guy out there right now in, in in your weight division in any organization? Who's the guy? Definitely Doc Adako. Daco, uh, the UFC champion, probably him. I'd say uh, Brandon Royval uh, is a BJJ black belt, and uh, he just got injured with his shoulder. But I think he's a really tough dude because he take he's very uh, crazy on his feet, spinning back, spinning elbows, like stuff like that. And then he's a BJJ black belt, so you take him down, he's going for Kimura's, which like. Uh, go go platas, things like that, setting up sweeps and stuff. It's very da- very dangerous. Did you guys see the fights this weekend? You see two fifty seven? Did you see uh Juan, did you see two fifty seven? What'd you think, what? man? <laughs> the diamond. Uh, he's a he's a training man. partner, right? Do you do you ever yeah, he, he trains there at time, ATT, right? Really nice guy, man. Yeah. A really nice guy. Really says what's up. You say what's up, talk comes and talks to you. Really cool guy. That was one of my uh I say my heart's with, was with Dustin. My head was with McGregor, but I also said I felt like if, I bet I bet I bet twenty bucks with a friend at work. You know, I took Dustin, so thank you, Dustin. I'll have a couple of beers on you. But uh, what do you like? I was but, not expecting that. Yeah, no, I mean, I didn't expect it to happen like that. I, I was rooting for Dustin. I said if if I felt like if Dustin could take him down, give him a little bit of of what Khabib gave him, I felt like he could win. I feel like his jujitsu's 
I think everybody's oh. jiu is better than Connor's at this point. <laughs> um, but hey, I man, mean, Connor's no slouch. Well, I mean, I think, uh, you know, Juan trains with him. I, I think you could probably attest to, I think Dustin's probably got better jits than, than McGregor has ever shown us Our in the ring. Is. Right. But I think one, yeah, one thing everyone was underestimating was Dustin's hands too. Dustin's mm, a great yeah. boxer and, and he's been, he fights in there with Jorge every day. And, uh, he's been, he has a lot of experience, man. Like yeah. I, it's one thing you know, like everyone should have took into consideration. Man. Like yeah. Connor, he's still he's still very young. Doesn't have as many fights as Diamond. Like Dustin, Dustin was in the UFC probably five, six, seven years before uh, Connor was. So he was doing this for a long, lot longer than he was. He was he was getting touched a little bit though too. He got to us. Ooh, you know he's like you know Connor comes with that with that left from deep from yeah, yeah, back yeah. from back here. You know. <laughs> I just think the the leg kicks, you know, Connor was not banking on those. He didn't know those were coming, and then they they were just highly effective. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's ultimately you know you cut him down. That's yeah. ultimately what I think turned that tide a little bit. But it but, wasn't it wasn't the leg. It was like the calf. Yeah, yeah. You could Ugh. see it. You could see like even you could even see like it was red, and then you could see like the individual like little bruises, like yeah. just the little dots that you're like, okay, you could see exactly where the the kick was, and the, those they started to get purple. Yeah. So that was that was those were some mean kicks, man. And he couldn't even walk mm-hmm. afterwards. How's dozens? That well, is he back? Do they do they got a quarantine before they come back, or is he back uh, already? I, I think uh, they don't have to quarantine after they come back. I think once they do their final tests for the UFC, they're done. Um, they just leave because they're already in the bubble, you know. Yeah. Okay. So they once they leave the bubble, but uh, you know all these restrictions with the COVID. Uh, I don't know, like a lot of countries from the UK can't come in, but I think they have a direct charter from there. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, the whole Fight Island came about because they wanted to get the international fighters there. So if it's something, you know, all in the U.S., if all the fighters are in the U.S. or they can get an international flight in, you know, then they're doing it here at the Apex. But otherwise, they do it on Fight Island when it's a lot of these international guys, right? And they're just not going to be able to get in. But I think, you know, now Biden's talking about putting more putting restrictions back. Like Trump took off some restrictions from some of the countries and then Biden put them right back. So now yeah. it's going to be like, you know, what's happening. But I like this Fight yeah. Island thing, man. It's, it's, no, it's uh, there's been some of the most exciting fights that I've seen. And, and a lot of guys fighting, you know, kind of back to back, you know, especially you keep on messing Kazakhstan. Those guys from Kazakhstan are, are, are beasts, man. Yeah, man. Uh, one of those Kazakhstan guys uh, was fighting my weight class. Man, I, I actually got the call right after uh, Dominican Republic and they wanted me to fight the replacement for him on in the January card, but they pushed this just back. That was the UFC. So, so, uh, so you would have that would have been the the first. Yeah. Uh, that would have gym. been a replacement for him, but Mick was considering it. But then uh, they just moved the fight back, and and yeah. Is that always on your mind? Like, gotta be ready. Gotta be ready. Might get that call. Might get that call. I think we lost you there for a second. Oh, oh. can you hear us? Yeah, definitely lost him. Yeah, we might have lost him. Frozen glad, yeah. Okay, he might have to jump back in. Let's see. Reconnecting. Nope. We're still here, Juan, if you're there. Well, that's the end of the episode. (laughs) Thank you for coming, everybody. (laughs) Welcome back. Let's do what it is. We'll get him back. Hey, look at that. Just got to dial back in. There's two of you. Hey. Hey. I'm seeing double. What's up? You look good, handsome devil. You're on a delay. You can see yourself <laughs> turn around. I told my wife she's responsible for all this gray right here. Milton, I can't believe you're 47, bro. 47, bro. 
And I was, I was talking, I was having lunch with Junior the other day, and it was the same thing. I'm like, I thought you guys were in your late 30s. He's a baby. My coach is younger than me. Yeah. Everybody's younger than me. I'm the oldest guy in my school. I'm not yeah. younger than you. Yeah. Huh? I'm no. older than you. Yeah, but you don't train, so you don't matter. Yeah. I don't matter. <laughs> I like it. You don't change. Bo's life don't matter. Hey, that's matter. a shirt. That's a shirt. You don't train, you don't, you don't, train, so you don't matter. matter. <laughs> oh, man. Let's oh, hope that wide dials back in, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I sometimes have to purposely throw that into conversations because yeah. every once in a while, so, you know, people forget. They're like, because I act like I'm 12. Yeah, you know, especially in the gym, I'm the I'm the, I'm the the class clown. Yeah, so I think people forget. Just remember, I'm still. I, I'm recording. 19 in my heart. I, I hear you. <laughs> Just remember, I'm still recording. That's okay. I figured that. <laughs> hey, Juan. What's on, guys? Sorry about What's that. up, brother? No worries. We're having a little fun on this side. Welcome yeah. back. Where did we lose you? What were we talking about? Man, uh, we can't even recall. Kazakhstan. Uh, yeah, Kazakhstan. Great, guys. great fights on Fight Island. No, I think it's the atmosphere there, man. I think uh, people like getting onto like doing traveling and just getting onto an island where Fight Island. I think it just brings it out of the people. They, the, is it the last two fights? Because they did, I didn't see the one during the week. There was like a fight night during the week, mm-hmm. and then there was UFC two fifty seven. They had a few thousand people in there though this time. They had a crowd, yeah. right? But yeah, they're not full, good. right? Do you know? Like, it was, at least I don't know how many how many people fit in that in that arena. They had like a what? I I forgot what they said. They said a number though, but they're starting to let fans in there. Yeah. COVID, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's. So, I, I don't know why. Why is Abu Dhabi so much safer? You know. I don't know, man. Are they doing tests? Are they doing like those? You know, on the spot. They just have more you know, money. No swabs. They just have more money. We were talking about the uh, restrictions and stuff. Man, I wanted to go to Costa Rica, but I, I got to take a test to go, go down to Costa Rica, and then I got to take a test to come back. And I was like, man, what if I get stuck? What if I get COVID a third time? You know? Damn. I don't know. Uh, With these new var- the variants that they're talking about, now there's the UK variant, there's the South African variant, there's this variant. You know, it's a little fucking scary. It, it's actually normal. With flus that's what happens yeah. but they're just actually reporting it which they never do before well this scares so me what he what he just scares, said too yeah. is which is the you know i caught it and then i caught well, it you've, again you've caught the same flu before yeah so you know what i mean yeah. you'll you'll get the same flu two three four times in your life so now the heart condition yes. that's what scares me well yes you have uh, a, i had a again they hear me talk about this a million times i had a heart attack like uh june will be three years so i had four stints put in that's my worry I, i'm i'm training yeah. I mean, I yeah. ever since my knee, my knee. Uh, it's not you know, even got so better. much the heart, but what you're taking yeah. for it. It's well, that medication. Off all my meds. Could, right. I'm only oh, on. Li- I'm only on Lipitor Yay. now. I got rid of like. Oh, yeah. I, I was Congrats. on like. Congrats. I was like on five different meds. Excuse me. I'm on Lipitor and a baby aspirin every day. Yeah. <laughs> that's the. So so I'm off of a lot of shit that you're was like messing with baby, my cardio <laughs> and and makes you dizzy when you stand up, like blood thinners, all this crap. Like if I get cut. That shit bleeds for like an hour. Like it, it was horrible. So I just went off like for the last two weeks. Did, did you have aphid? And or? blood thinners are for your no, for your no. Uh, well, so I never had high cholesterol, never had high blood pressure, nothing, and I wound up just having clogged arteries, and that was eighty percent blocked on my main artery. They call that the widowmaker. So four stints. That it was so clogged. Like right when they clear the 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 plaque, those they'll 
they'll uh, those arteries can collapse so they put stents in right like mesh stents to keep them open so i have two it was so bad they put two in the main artery and then two uh two other ones around uh, different places around the heart so um yeah, man, you know, the the meds, my signs that I was ha having a problem was when I would run up the stairs at work and I'd be like, man, whew, that was, you know, you're out of breath right away on something really small and short. And even though I got the stints, the meds made me feel like that still to read till I just went off of them. And now I can feel like I can run up the stairs and not be like, whoo, that's, you know, but with jujitsu, like the warm ups kill me. Like somebody else telling me, do this, do this, go this, do sit-ups. But when I roll, because I'm a bigger guy, I'm like 235, and I can control the pace. Most of the guys are smaller than me. If I'm on top, I can control the pace and take some breath. One of the things I learned from Kenny way back was doing like almost like a Lamaze breathing. If I was out of breath, like deep into a roll, like people were like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm all right. I'm just, you know, but, but doing that helped me. Like little oh, things like that I learned. While I was on the meds, and even now, now that I'm coming off, I can I can just feel it being different. But anyway, so that that was rough. So you know, we were talking about age when you when you cut out there. We were talking about age. Sometimes I got to remind people, you know, like these guys are. I got 19 year olds that are taking like doing one one roll and taking a rest, and then they do another roll and take a rest, sit at the wall, and I'm like doing almost all of them whenever I can. And when I do sit, I got to like remind people, like, listen, you know, I got fucking heart condition and I'm 47. You know, give me a, you know, give me a minute. Like, I hate telling a black belt, like, I'm not, you're not supposed to tell a black belt, like, no, right? A black yeah. belt calls you out. You're supposed to go, right? You're supposed to yeah. come to me. And uh, sometimes I have to be like, listen, I really, unless you know CPR, I really got to sit for one. I'll roll with you on the next one. So that's just been my life. But I, I already feel the difference without the meds that I can get. My cardio is, is coming back. Yeah, I think good. with the dropping a few pounds will help too, but you know, I'm, I'm kind of back to it, but anyway, enough about me. So you're the guest. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want family, uh, girlfriend, uh, family man, here? Man, uh, no girlfriend. I have my family's in, uh, mostly in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, uh, got some family in West Palm, my pops, but uh, yeah, man, I actually moved down here engaged, but you know, things don't work out and I've been, man, I've been living a single life in Florida. South Florida, I think, is uh, perfect for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I do. I, I asked that question to ask, like, you know, how, how supportive is your family, you know, with your, your MMA and the fighting? I know a lot of times. I, I know moms and girlfriends don't usually love this. Uh, hey, man. Uh, actually, uh, my mom is, like, my biggest fan. She got into it in wrestling, man. Uh, like, I remember winning my state title. They... They took a picture. She was on the front page of the newspaper because she was like with her pom poms, like yelling. And, uh, nice. Like, mom, I was like, I'm winning the state championship, and you're going, you're like making the papers. Like, what's going on? <laughs> um, but uh, she's on. She's an awesome fan, and uh, and uh, she supports me big time, man. Uh, I'm, you know, like hey, I'm 33 years old, so she's just happy to see me do what I'm lo I love to do. Hey, man, I got a few years left, and then I gotta gotta move on. But hey, she supports me big time, and. She like man, she knows, she like studies my opponent. She's like, hey, you better work on your boxing. You better work on your jiu jitsu, <laughs> uh, stuff like that. So it's like, uh, yeah, mom, okay, okay, whatever. You know. What is that? What is that plan after MMA? What do you do? You have you know like man, I want to open a man, school. Uh, I want to start cornering guys. Like, what what are your thoughts? Uh, man, I, I want to I want to compete jiu jitsu, work on my jiu jitsu a little bit, and then uh, uh I'll uh, open up. A, I want to open up a gym in Colombia. Um, I'm like their first male world champion. So when I go there, I get a. Oh, yeah. People always want to come roll with me and train with me. So I think if uh open up like a little gym, like women's kickboxing, nice, nice facility, good jujitsu, I think people will start coming. 
Yeah. But uh, born, small. Born there, here, born there, here. Where were you? Where were you born? I was born here. Um. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. Like, I'll maybe want to like have a little little job uh, working in computer and then have my own little gym gym there. You know, doing my own thing. Yeah. I don't. I kill myself too much, but we'll see, man. Oh, I have a plan. I don't, I don't plan on stopping competing. It's in my blood. It's in my like heart. I just. I'm can't. I love it. I love to compete. I love that one-on-one combat. I love that that challenge. What? Give us some advice. Like, if there's a, you know, we got a lot of younger kids uh, that listen to the show, people that want to get into MMA. Advice? Do it. Hey, Don't hey. do it. Stay away. Follow your dream. Um. Uh, do it, man. It helps build character. Jiu-jitsu, MMA, whatever you do, all wrestling. It all is gonna build character. It's like uh something that uh, I don't know really uh, mentally made me so tough. Uh, I I don't know if I really had uh such like security before, but like now I feel much more confident, more much more self esteem. Um, uh, and it also just you know I don't know. I think uh yeah, it's uh don't do it if it's burning you out. Um, take your time, take your breaks. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think it's I don't know. Also, like, uh, I'm just a real small guy, so if, if it may, maybe football or something else doesn't work out, you know, hey, this. Oh, we lost him. You froze. You froze again. Give it a second. There you go. You froze. Go ahead. It's weighted, you know, so it's like if football or, or something else doesn't, basketball doesn't work out, you can always try this, you know, and so, I don't know. Advice for people that are already in it, man, stay tough, stay dedicated, stay consistent. Um well, you're losing. If you're losing, stay. Keep your head up, man. I lost two fights in a row, and I, now I'm on a ten fight win streak. So, as just says, you know, you just gotta stay consistent. And uh, like for us that are getting up there, like in our mid thirties, like what? How do you stay healthy? Like, what do you do? I never stop working out. I realize, man, if I like now, like I used to be able to recover quick. I'd go to a beach, drink in, party with my friends. I'd recover mm-hmm. in two days. Now it takes like weeks to get in shape. I think the biggest thing is just. Uh, staying like I said, staying consistent, staying uh, always working out. Um, stretching a lot, I think, has been, been big yeah, in my thirties now. Maybe back's getting tight, you know. <laughs> what about <laughs> yeah. like vitamins? Like, do you do you take anything specific? Uh, so supplements. Yeah, a lot of BCAs, a lot of glutamine, a lot of. Uh, I've been doing taking creatine, man. Uh, it, I know it's like uh, kind of puts on weight, but uh, it also puts like water in my muscles, like helps a little bit. Um, and I, I feel like that helps me out a little bit with my mobility and my strength and stuff. So, hey, but BCAs for recovery, some glutamine, you know, all that good stuff. I take all that. I love it. What's your t- along those lines? What's your typical recovery time after a fight? Do you normally like I'm taking two weeks off, or are you you know someone who's back in the gym the next day? Like I said, man, it's like it's, it's the way I am. I, I like I love to train. My lifestyle is to like train. I, I train when I'm on vacation, but I'll take like a week off to literally. Yeah. You cut out there again. I, you I said love- you cut out there again. Go back. You said uh, you after a fight. What do you do? 
I don't know if you've seen, but after almost every fight I have, I'm always on a beach or, or somewhere. I saw you with I, your I saw you with your hat and your <laughs> yeah. and your fruity drink. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I gotta I gotta go after like I stay so like consistent. So I work so hard and and make so many sacrifices. Like I never get to like go out and party or, or hang out. So I get my little cocoa logo and sit mm-hmm. on the beach and <laughs> and just relax for the for a few days. But then I get back to hard work right after that. You know. I think it's very important, y'all. Everyone does that, even at our age. You know, got to take a little break, a little, a little rejuvenation, a little breather after all that. It's a lot of stress, man. I'm telling you, y'all don't understand. Like making the way, then this almost every guy I fight talks so much smack and (laughs) so much in your head, and this is like ah. How do you deal with that? Do you do you stay on? Are you like a heavy on social media? I know I've communicated with you a lot through Instagram. But yeah. how how do you stay focused with this new? I for for me, I call it new. For you guys, a, a little bit younger than me, I mean, you grew up with this. This is just completely normal, right? Your whole life yeah. is on the internet. Well, um, actually, man, I grew up when I grew up, my my life wasn't on the internet. No, and yeah. my, this is is uh like big. Like when I was like starting, to, like not, I would say what, like twenty three, twenty four. I kind of invested in it, but I realized, man, I. As I've gotten older, like I gotta quit posting so much on social media because you put a lot more pressure on yourself. To be honest, like uh, um, I don't know, it's just I've tried to kind of relax a little bit on it, but yeah. because I, I I feel a lot of pressure now, so I just feel like maybe if I don't post as much, I, I won't feel as much pressure. But but always that. like the fight week of like I'm always posting like weigh-ins and stuff like that. That's just yeah. to get people motivated and stuff, but. Uh, really in my head, like right when they say Puerto, you're up. You're like, what the hell am I doing? I should have been a doctor. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah. I, you know, I, 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 I do. I think about that. Like, you know, I, I've had those moments in my life at certain points. Like, what am I doing? You know, like just yeah. I've always had a business. I've always had something on the side. Like I have a regular gig during the day. I do the podcast on the side. But sometimes I'm, I'm we're setting up over here, and I'm like. What am I doing? But I mean, you know, it's working. It's working. It's becoming yeah. successful. As far as going yeah. back to the social media, I, I, I you know, I, I like Rogan's advice is post and ghost. He posts and he does not get into the comments. He doesn't go back looking. He post. I'm just letting you guys know what's going on and what I'm doing. And he doesn't comment. He doesn't interact. He doesn't. He follows only people that are positive. You know, but he calls it posting and ghosting. So yeah, you know, that, that's that's probably some of the best advice I think from a fighter standpoint that I've heard. I, I think that's probably the best thing. I think you make a post, you uh, maybe some some posts are even for approval. You know, I think you got to quit worrying about what, what people are gonna think and like for what sure. people are saying and stuff like that. Especially when you get to those levels, like like them, like Joe Rogan and them, man. Like you know, Connor has probably so much people talk smack to him or like things like that. You know. Yeah, you can't get into those battles. I mean, I you know, I've we've we've had it with the show and just like the smallest scale, like somebody will say something really stupid on on YouTube. It's usually on YouTube comments. Uh, because, no, because you can hide a little bit more more on YouTube because you can have a YouTube yeah. channel and, you know, have your, your handle and you never use your Gmail. There's no picture. Like, you don't have to put your presence out there. You don't have to say exactly. who you are. Instagram, Facebook, it's a little bit harder, you know, but, uh, a you more, know. Uh, a lot more keyboard warriors on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. We've had it on a small scale. Luckily, we've got a lot of good feedback. But every once in a while, somebody will say something really stupid. And I wasn't answering it. You know who answered? Miguel. Miguel loves to go in. Miguel, he's, I mean, everything that comes out of Miguel, I don't know how well you know him if you've seen the I'm show. Like, he's, he is, uh, smart ass. Yeah, he's smart ass. He's smart ass, <laughs> but he's so fucking funny. There's stuff that comes out of his mouth sometimes. I'm like, it's why we asked him on the show. I went to a tournament. We went to see, uh, 
a Jits King event. He came down and I bought a table. He came down. I brought everybody down. And in the car ride back, and we weren't even drunk or anything, he was just dropping. He was just joking, joking. And Mauricio, one of the guys from the show, was like, he messaged me the next day. He's like, you got to have him on the show. You got to make yeah. him part of the show. And we did. And he's been with us pretty much ever since. So, um, yeah, man. But yeah, so he gets into the comments. So like, I know if I don't say anything, he gets in there, but he usually says something funny to like, you know, what sometimes was like, look at these guys. This, oh, to me, Look at this guy. He's trying to be Joe Rogan. And he was just in there like, and what's so bad about that? You know? Yeah. And me, I was just like, I'm going to ignore it. I don't even delete them anymore. I just ignore it. I just don't even say anything. But all right, listen, I got a, we got a little speed round of questions. These are common questions that we'll ask kind of almost every guest. So we get a a little take. I call it a speed round. You can elaborate as much as you want, but we usually just let you run with these. So if you could go back in time, what would you tell the white belt? You, I mean, the, the, the moment before you step on the mat for the first time, to train, what would you tell yourself? Uh, drill, drill more, not, not go so much live. Drillers makes killers. Yeah. Don't worry about live. Try to go try to drill more. I think we agree with that, right? Yeah. Yep. All right. What's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you on the mat or in the ring? Um <laughs> this guy is this pissed me off. I was going for a takedown and uh uh this guy tries to save the takedown and goes reach around Fingers go right in my butt. <laughs> oil check. The oil oil check. <laughs> give up position and the takedown. It's just, I don't know. It was just, uh, it st- sticks with your, in your head for like 15 seconds after. Like, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he violated you. <laughs> I'm lucky enough that that's never happened to me yet. Yeah. Well, there's time. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, right. Yeah. Still young. Sweetest win ever. Uh, man, I'd have to say the knockout against Ballard, um, talks smack months before and then shows up at Wayne's, pushes me and I know he's a little midget and stuff, but, uh, to be, uh, <laughs> to be like, uh, losing the fight or, uh, I mean, I thought I was one and one, but to have such a close fight and then to win by a knockout like that, it was a pretty great feeling, you know, it's always good to win those, uh, grudge matches. Do you feel like, Last you know, we see a lot of fighters, you know, even the guy like a, a use like a Diaz McGregor or you know just some of these fights where they talk so much smack and then they're hugging at the end of the fight. I mean, do you really feel at that moment? You know, is it more about the buildup and you're okay with the smack and at that moment you can let it all go? Is it just like you know respect? What, what is what is it like in that moment? Man, I, I'm almost uh, like the Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz kind of style. Man, I, like you signed the contract, you're going in there to hurt me. Uh, I'm not your friend. Don't be my friend afterwards or before. Don't try to come shake my hand. Don't try to come hug me and talk to me i I don't want to talk to you i don't want to shake your hand you're you're coming to fight me this is business so uh i that's how i handle it i don't know i'm just always been like that it's uh not a chip on my shoulder it's just you know i just gotta you know stay focused and and uh when it comes down to it like yeah i don't i don't know is it kind of like you you have to hate that person do you have to like hate that person to i don't have to i don't have to hate him it's just uh i don't uh, like I, I don't don't come and be friendly with me. I don't hate you. I just don't uh, like we're 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 gonna go in there and I'm gonna like be face to face and we're gonna be rocking each other. Like don't try to be my friend. And there, I were uh, you know I don't know. We can be friends after I beat you, but you know that's it. How about how about, how about in a jujitsu tournament, Drew? Like, do you when you're facing somebody, do you have to? Is there an element of, of anger? Do you have to feel angry, or do you do you go in there smiles and? You know, nah, like you know. me, like I'm always like, you know, like smiling, but 
I, I like play around and shit up until like I'm about to walk on or like mm-hmm. if we're like facing each other, like uh, if we're if we're facing each other and announcers is like calling our name, like I'm staring at you. Mm. And there's usually that point where like they don't want to like stare at me, like they like yeah. look away and shit. But like, yeah. Um, he goes for intimidation. He's. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, in, yeah. in like, if, if I've but I don't had, have to hate the dude or be mad or anything. Like I, that. I haven't done a ton of tournaments, but when I've done it, I do have to get myself into a little space where I'm angry. So I almost always trick myself into thinking that this person's going to hurt my family. That's usually what, that's my little trigger. So I'm in my mind. I'm like, this guy's gonna. This guy wants to hurt my daughters. This guy wants rad. to hurt my wife. You're, you go that's full rat. But <laughs> in that moment, I don't need it to do it in a build up to an event. I can, I'm very calm. But in the back of my mind, that's what I've done. I did the same thing when I've had like street fights. I'm like in the. I have to get myself to be even more angry, and I've got to envision in my mind that person hurting my family, not me, but my family. That usually sets me off. In a way, yeah. like I'm, I'm a very protective person of my family as it is. So if I see somebody doing to some to a friend or someone I love, I'm usually the first one in there, regardless of what the situation is, to to say something. Exactly. So that that's usually my mindset. I I feel like I have to have that switch so that everyone I'll go a little harder. Their, mm. Everyone's got to have their triggers, and everyone yeah. has their tendencies and their ways of like going into a fight or a match or or, or whatever. But yeah, and yeah, I don't know if you see me, I'm like a line. I pace back and forth. I tell myself, man, I, uh, this guy is not going to take everything I work for. That's trying to kill you. Yeah. I'm trying to kill him. That's it. All right. Biggest regret in your career. Is there one? Do you, what's the biggest regret that you think you've had? Um, yeah. Uh, 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 when I was seven and three, Bellator offered me 10 and 10. And uh, I turned it down because I thought that I should have waited for a better opportunity. And, I think that uh, when money comes, like come, like you gotta take it. I think yeah. uh, don't don't wait for other opportunities. I never saw that chance to get a ten. And t- I just now started getting ten and ten contracts, and like. Um, Does that mean ten ten to show ten if you win, ten grand exactly. if you show ten grand if you win? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, to get that as a seven and three fighter, I, I should have taken that. I, I regret that big time. I take the money when it comes, um, and you'll see your your worth as as you go on, but. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. I, like, I, I went on fighting for like 1,500, 1,500 the fight after that and didn't go my way, you know? So like, yeah. I should have took the 10 and 10, you know? Have so, you... So... Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. Oh. So ha- has Bellator ever come back again or is it kind of like, no, nah, you turn... Yeah, we're not coming back. We're, we're only knocking well, once. Uh, I think now I'm in like an appointment career. I don't want to fight 35. I'm going to fight 25, but um, uh, Bellator, yeah... Uh, you know, hey, I don't want you know different different journey now, but I should yeah. have taken it then. Yeah, but I mean, do you is there a little part of you that feels like you know like I'm a, I'm a everything happens for a reason kind of person? So, you know, if you're a good person, I think good things happen for you. Sometimes you walk away from something like that. Do you think that you'll get a better deal? You know, if you would have been locked into Bellator and then UFC came knocking, but you're locked into a contract. Do you, do you think about yeah, maybe, it in those terms as well? Yeah, maybe maybe I would have went on and beat that kid, you know, or yeah. or would have went a different direction. You know, I, I've had a tough MMA journey, but, uh, man, I've overcome a lot. But um, I wish Mick would see that. But, hey, man, I think we're close. Yeah. You got to keep going. I think we're really close. We went over Joby Sanchez on April 30th. If I don't get the call before then, I think we'll so solidify everything. Good. All right. Well, good luck with that fight. I got one last question for you. This is, I call this one of the most important questions that you can answer <laughs> as a jiu-jitsu practitioner specifically. Do you or do you not 
wash your belt? <laughs> ah, I got to wash it like every once every two weeks. There you go. There's ah. a belt washer. That's a belt washer. We usually flash on the screen at this point. You'll see it in post-production. It's going to say team wash your belt. Do Thank you, you very much. Belt. Drew, no. you're not a belt washer? No. No. You can wash off all the technique, bro. No. <laughs> <laughs> all that knowledge. All the knowledge. It's going to we, go We've away. been having that debate since we started. I'm about... I'm now I'm a belt washer uh, every time I train. I come in downstairs, I go, I throw everything in the laundry, so, I throw everything in the wash, and I wash it every so time. Your belt's now, all faded. I, I used to wash it every other, maybe once a week. I have two belts now, so I just switch back and forth. So, so your belts are all faded. In. It makes you look cool, makes you feel I, cool. I never thought about that. Like, I never thought about that. That people said, like, I want it to fade, I want it to see the, I want. The sweat and, and that color fading is from me training, not from it being white. I never even thought that. That wasn't even a thought in my head ever until um, Jacob Jacob the Bull Brown. Brown. Jacob yeah. the Bull Brown, cool a friend of ours out in California. He's been on the show. He's done some stuff with us a few times. He he was, he was explained it the best out of anyone that I've ever asked that question. Okay. He was just like, I didn't want it to fade. Like Everybody else was like, the knowledge and you're washing off the, the bullshit. He said, I don't want it to fade. I want it to fade because of my training. I don't want it to fade because I watch. That's, I, I can respect yeah. that. But everybody else with this knowledge crap, I'm like, come on. You know? Uh, Mojo. But, all right. Mojo. So, there, was a time, there was a time I wore like my the same competition underwear for a while. Ah, without watching it? Yeah, no, no, I oh, oh, it. Nah, he didn't watch it. He didn't watch it. Like, wait a minute, wait. You watch yeah. it? He didn't watch it. No, he didn't no, watch no, it. I definitely watched that it. Was that was secret like, powers. Those, those Are you superstitious like that? Do you have like those kind of like those? I was, I was for a time. Now um, I'm a little different. I yeah, I like the same routines before my fight. I like yeah. to go into the cage before, like kneel in the middle and like look up and kind of feel it all around. And I yeah. do the same routines. What about off the mat? What do you, do you have any rituals that you that you go through before? Uh. No, 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 not all, not not when I'm training or anything like that or competition. In yeah. competition, I'm always just like you know in a, a line when I step on the mat, but cool. I pace it and stuff. But that's it, man. But yeah, thank, thanks, man. All right, so let's uh, let's give you a moment to you. You want to give any shout outs, Jim, uh, sponsors, anybody you want to say hello to? This is your time, man. Uh, just American Top Team for having me. Um, uh, Rubsy Management, uh, Titan for for helping me with my career in MMA and. Uh, and uh, that's it. Thank you, thank you guys for for having me on. I appreciate uh, you coming out, man. It's been an honor. Right. Or, yeah, I hope I see y'all soon. Uh, social social media handle. What's your uh, What's the best place? Where do you like to people to reach out uh, if they do want to hit you it's, up? Uh, it's Lead Feather MMA on Twitter and on Instagram. So just All hit right. me up there, man. Give me a follow. We'll put um, it on the screen too. We'll put it on the screen today. Excellent, man. I'll, I'll try to be start put, posting maybe some like jujitsu techniques or something. I've been thinking about doing that kind of stuff. So. All right, yeah, tag us. We'll repost. All Excellent, right, brother. brother. Listen, man, we appreciate it. Good luck in your next fight, and we'll talk to you guys soon, man. All right, brother. Excellent, brother. Thank you. Thank All you. All right, man. Good luck, bro. Thank you, bro. Talk yeah, to you later, guys. Take I'll care, man. You. Thank you. Later, All right. Good guy, man. Yeah, no, it's, right. It's dope. All right, so we're gonna go over. Uh, yeah, so. Let me get rid of that. Let me put up the logo scroll. So we're still going to uh, we're going to talk about a couple of things. Uh, we're going to do some housekeeping, and then we'll uh, do what we said before. Uh, so, all right. So very cool, dude, man. I'm uh, yeah. I'm fucking impressed. He's got a like a good mindset, good outlook on things, man. Yeah. You know. Uh, so, well, before we do anything, let's talk a little bit more about the gym. All right, so, 
Let them know where you're at again. I don't know if you gave me the, you gave out the address or yeah, so at least the city. So it's the A and M Jiu Jitsu, and it's uh, our handles are at A and M BJJ. Okay. And uh, we we're running the school out of Hard Knocks 365, so where all the pros were, like a bunch of UFC fighters were there. Where? What? What city? Oh, Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Yeah, it's off of 95 in um in Commercial, right next to Extreme Action Park. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's a beautiful facility. And I think you mentioned to me you're you're not just doing jujitsu classes anymore. You're starting to train MMA guys too. Yeah, the MMA guys started to come into into the jujitsu classes, and then they started asking me to corner them. Okay. So it made me have to learn jujitsu for MMA. So okay. Like, it's like it's nice because I get to take the jujitsu and then learn new stuff with it. So mm-hmm. it just keeps me engaged. It's like Eddie yeah. Bravo style, man. Right, like Tenth Planet came about with him trying to create something for 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 the cage. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's just like learning jujitsu from when you're punched in the face. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but no, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, so classes, times, if people want to come in and just you know pop in and, and check out uh, some training. Yeah. Um. Ch- well, first of all, if you do, if you go on at A and M B J J, um, on the highlights and our, there's a schedule there. Okay. But just so you know, we do Monday 7:30 p.m. no gi, then we do Thursday gi 7:30, and then uh, Saturday Sunday is at 12. Okay. Sunday is open mat and Saturday is a no gi class. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Get out there, people. Yeah. All right. So let's do a little housekeeping. So uh, we've got our new GoFundMe up for the foundation, right? We're going to be awarding our next uh, one-year scholarship to either a veteran or a first responder. So just uh, whether you're listening on an app or you're on YouTube, just get over to the description and you can see the link there to the, it's a charity.gofundme. It'll take you to the right place. Um, if you are more of an Instagram and Facebook person, you can actually donate from our Instagram and Facebook pages. There are donate buttons now that they allow us to put up on the site. So you can check out our Instagram at the JJD foundation or on Facebook, just type it all out. Facebook.com forward slash the jujitsu dummies foundation. Again, donate right at the top. Special thank you as always to David Kaidash from high road BJJ and high road revolution. Huge support of the foundation. Uh, he also awarded our $100 Patreon giveaway for December. He actually put up the uh, the prizes. So we appreciate all your help, Dave. Check out the podcast store at jujitsudummies.shop. You get 15% off with code JJD. Rash guards, tees, face shields, backpacks, coffee mugs, all of our podcast stuff, all of our foundation gear as well. Um, last but not least, you can support us. Uh, you can support the foundation by switching your Amazon account over to Amazon Smile. You just have to go into the settings, check out our social media. We have the directions on Instagram. But, uh, you know, a little piece, everything is the same. You're buying the same products. You're doing the same thing. You're checking out the same way. They just donate a little tiny percentage of every purchase to uh, the foundation of your choice. Hopefully you choose us. Again, you can go to our Instagram at Jiu-Jitsu Dummies. For instructions, you just click the link tree in our right under our profile, and it'll take you to all the ways you can work with us or support. Okay, uh, Drew, any uh, any other than the uh, the the gym the gym Instagram? Any other handles that you want to put out there for people to follow you? I mean, Drew D R U underscore Phoenix P H O E N I X. Okay, hit me up on Instagram. All right, and I'm at Uncle Milty B J J on Instagram. Bo, you want to give left handy out? Uh, <laughs> you can check out no. Bo. It's handy underscore wisdom <laughs> on Instagram. Go check it out. It's real funny. He puts out some good stuff. All right, people. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. Uh, 
What are we doing? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're actually leaving from this. We're gonna take a little break, and then we're actually gonna film another episode today. Yeah. So we'll be actually our next episode. We're gonna be with Brandon McCatherine. He's a tenth planet uh, BJJ black belt. So that's episode thirty six. So check that out after you checked out this one. Peace, everybody. Take care. Oos. Oos. Woo.